We are the Bride Radio is the voice of the true Bride of Christ. Stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other hold up each other's arms and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army. So we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go bride! Our soon coming king awaits. This is a WATV disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. King, uh, his son had just taken over the throne. He is only seven years old. So now we are in Second Kings chapter 12. So let's get started here. 2 Kings 12. In the seventh year of Jehu, Jehoash began to reign. And forty years reigned he in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Zibiah of Beersheba. And Jehoash did that which was right in the sight of the Lord all his days, wherein Jehoiada the priest instructed him. But the high places were not taken away. Oh Lord, that's not good. And burnt incense in the that's not places. good, Brad. And Jehoash said to the priests, all the money of the dedicated things that is brought into the house of the Lord, even the money of every one that passeth the account, the money that every man is set at, and all the money that cometh into any man's heart to bring into the house of the Lord, let the priests take it to them, every man of his acquaintance, and let them repair the breaches of the house, wheresoever any breach shall be found. But it was so that in the three and twentieth year of King Jehoash, the priests... Oh man. Then King Jehoash called for Jehoiada the priest and the other priests and said unto them, Why repair ye not the breaches of the house? Now therefore receive no more money of your acquaintance, but deliver it for the breaches of the house. And the priests consented to receive no more money of the people, neither to repair the breaches of the house. What? But Jehoiada the priest took a chest and bored a hole in the lid of it and set it beside the altar, on the right side as one cometh into the house of the Lord. And the priests that kept the door put therein all the money that was brought into the house of the Lord. Let me pause there, bride. This must be how our culture adapted the practice of uh, putting the money inside a little, you know, kind of like a piggy bank, but where you put the money in the bag. That's kind of like that, huh? And it was so when they saw that there was much money in the chest, that the king's scribe and the high priest came up, 
and they put up in bags and towed the money that was found in the house of the Lord. And they gave the money being towed into the hands of them that did the work that had the oversight of the house of the Lord. And they laid it out to the carpenters and builders that wrought upon the house of the Lord, and took masons and hewers of stone, and to buy timber and hewed stone to repair the breaches of the house of the Lord, and for all that was laid out for the house to repair it. Howbeit, there were not made for the house of the Lord bowls of silver, snuffers, basins, trumpets, any vessels of gold or vessels of silver of the money that was brought into the house of the Lord. But they gave that to the workmen and repaired therewith the house of the Lord. Moreover, they well, reckoned not good. with the men into whose hand they delivered the money to be bestowed on workmen, for they dealt faithfully. The trespass money and the sin money was not brought into the house of the Lord. It was the priests. Then Hazael, king of Syria, went up and fought against Gath and took it. And Hazael set his face to go up to Jerusalem. And Jehoash, king of Judah, took all the hallowed things that Jehoshaphat and Jehoram and Ahaziah, his father's kings of Judah, had dedicated, and his own hallowed things and all the gold that was found in the treasures of the house of the Lord and in the king's house, and sent it to Hazael, king of Syria. And he went away from Jerusalem. Hmm. And the rest of the acts of Joash, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And his servants arose and made a conspiracy, and slew Joash in the house of Melo, which goeth down to Silla. Wow. For Josachar the son of Shemaeth, and Jehozabad the son of Shomer, his servants, smote him, and he died. And they buried him with his fathers in the city of David. And Amaziah, his son, reigned in his stead. Now, Brad, isn't this sad that this all began because of David and Bathsheba when he sinned and all of his grandchildren and children were cursed because of that? In the three and twentieth year of Joash, the son of Ahaziah, king of Judah, Jehoahaz, the son of Jehu, began to reign over Israel in Samaria and reigned seventeen years. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, oh, Lord, and followed the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, which made Israel to sin. He departed not therefrom. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he delivered them into the hand of Hazael, king of Syria, and into the hand of Ben-Hadad, the son of Hazael, all their days. And Jehoahaz besought the Lord, and the Lord hearkened unto him. For he saw the oppression of Israel, because the king of Syria oppressed them. And the Lord gave mm. Israel a savior, so that they went out from under the hand of the Syrians. And the children of Israel dwelt in their tents as before time. Nevertheless, they departed not from the sins of the house of Jeroboam, Aww. who made Israel sin, but walked therein. And there remained at the grove also in Samaria. Neither did he leave of the people to Jehoahaz, but fifty horsemen, and ten chariots, and ten thousand footmen. But the king of Syria had destroyed them, and had made them like the dust by threshing. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoahaz, and all that he did, and his might, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Jehoahaz slept with his fathers, and they buried him in Samaria, and Joash his son, reigned in his stead. In the thirty and seventh year of Joash, king of Judah, began 
Jehoash, the son of Jehoahaz, to reign over Israel and Samaria. <laughs> These names are so funny. Years. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. Lord. He departed not from all the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel sin. But he walked therein. And the rest of the acts of Joash and all that he did, and his might wherewith he fought against Amaziah, king of Judah. Are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? Well, there wasn't much written about him. Huh? And Jeroboam sat upon his throne, and Joash was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Now Elisha was fallen sick of his sickness whereof he died, and Joash hmm. the king of Israel came down unto him and wept over his face and said, O oh, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel. And the horsemen thereof. And Elisha said unto him, Take bow and arrows. And he took unto him bow and arrows. And he said to the king of Israel, Put thine hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon it. And Elisha put his hands upon the king's hands. And he said, Open the window eastward. And he opened it. And Elisha said, Shoot. And he shot. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's got to say now when you consider what just happened he didn't tell him smite the ground as many times as you can he just said smote the ground so he did it three times like he can't read his mind right but I don't understand why God got mad at him for only doing it three times so he said well that's what you'll end up doing you'll have three times Okay, we're on chapter 14. 
chapter 14. Come on now. My internet must be slow. to go to that burial site of all the kings.
slew him there. Man, I killed him. And put him on horses. And he was buried in Jerusalem with his fathers in the city of David. Well, that's good. And all the people of Judah took Azariah, which was 16 years old, and made him king instead of his father Amaziah. Oh, Lord. He built Elath and restored it to Judah. After that, the king slept with his fathers. In the 15th year of Amaziah, the son of Joash, king of Judah, Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, began to reign in Samaria and reigned forty and one years. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. Oh, Lord. He departed not from all the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. He restored the coast of Israel from the entering of Hamath unto the sea of the plain, according to the word of the Lord God of Israel, which he spake by the hand of his servant Jonah, the son of Amittai, the prophet, which was of gath Hepha. For the Lord saw the affliction of Israel, that it was very bitter, but there was not any shut up, nor any left, nor any helper for Israel. Oh. And the Lord said not that he would blot out the name of Israel from under heaven, but he saved them by the hand of Jeroboam, the son of Joash. Now the rest of the acts of Jeroboam and all that he did in his might, how he warred, and how he recovered Damascus and Hamath, which belonged to Judah, for Israel. Are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Jeroboam slept with his fathers, even with the kings of Israel. And Zechariah, his son, reigned in his stead. Well, all right, we're on chapter 15. Right. You know, I tell y'all that I'm a scribe. Let me tell you something that's so amazing about this. When they list in this official book the mother's name, that means she done something significant in those days. Either she is the one that everybody realized was the strength behind the king, or she did a lot for their country. There is a reason that these two mother's names that we've read so far are in this book. Okay, so let's keep going here. Say that the high places were not removed. What? The people sacrificed. Man, let me pause here. Oh my gosh. Do y'all know what this means, Brad? When they say the high places were not removed, these are idols, people. These are idols. This is a stench in God's nostrils, and all these kings have not taken them down. Now, does this not make you proud of President Trump? Because as soon as he got in office, he took down the high places in the country. He took down the idols out of the White House. That is a fact, and that is huge in God's eyes. Okay, now we're on verse 5. And the Lord smote the king, so that he was oh, man. unto the day of his death, and dwelt in a several house. And Jotham, the king's son, was over the house. Judging the people of the land. And the rest of the 
acts of Azariah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? So Azariah slept with his fathers, and they buried him with his fathers in the city of David, and Jotham his son reigned in his stead. In the thirty-eighth year of Azariah king of Judah, did Zechariah the son of Jeroboam reign over Israel in Samaria six months? And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. Six months. As his fathers had done. He departed not from the sins oh, of Lord. Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. And Shalom, the son of Jabesh, conspired against him, and smote him before the people, and slew him, and reigned in his stead. Assassinating. Wow. to be the go down in history Samaria 
and reigned twenty years. Hmm. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. He departed not from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. All right, let me pause here, Brad. Let me pause. Okay, when it says that all of these kings did not depart from Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, the sins, what that means is, do you remember when we talked about the word cleave? Remember when it says, husbands, cleave to your wives. Okay, what that is saying is, is give your loyalty and your allegiance. Let it be so in your heart that your wife is first before your mom and your dad type of deal. That is cleaving. But you'll notice people that do not cling to their spouse. They cling to their parents. And then their spouse gets left out. They're still, they have not left their parents. Now, when it says here about these uh, kings that basically cleave to Jeroboam's ideology, the sins that he did, uh, for some reason they have adapted that in their lifestyle. In other words, they touched the unclean thing and got attached. That's exactly what happened there. Okay, we're on verse 29. In the days of Pekah, king of Israel, came Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, and took Ion, and Abel-Beth-Makah, and Genoa, and Kadesh, and Hazor, and Gilead, and Galilee, all the land of Naphtali, and carried them captive to Assyria. And Hoshea, the son of Elah, made a conspiracy against Pekah, the son of Remaliah, and smote him, and slew him and reigned in his stead in the twentieth year of Jotham, the son of Uzzah, and the rest of the acts of Pekah, and all that he did, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. Hmm. In the second year of Pekah, the son of Remaliah, king of Israel, began Jotham, the son of Uzzah, king of Judah, to reign. Five and twenty years old was he when he began to reign, and he reigned as sixteen years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Jerusha. There's a mother's the name. A mother's and name. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. Aww. He did according to all that his father Uzziah had done. Albeit the high places were not removed. still wasn't. And, and burned incense still in the high places. Terrible. He built the higher gate of the house of the Lord. Oh. Now the rest of the acts of Jotham and all that he did. Are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? In those days, the Lord began to send against Judah, Rezin, the king of Syria, and Pekah, the son of Remaliah. And Jotham slept with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, his father. And Ahaz, his son, reigned in his stead. Okay, now we're on the last chapter of the day, chapter 16. Son of Ramaliah, king of Israel, came up to Jerusalem to war. 
and they besieged Ahaz, but could not overcome him. Hmm. At that time, Rezin, king of Syria, recovered Elath to Syria and drave the Jews from Elath. And the Syrians came to Elath and dwelt there unto this day. So Ahaz sent messengers to Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, saying, I am thy servant and thy son. Come up and save me out of the hand of the king of Syria, and out of the hand of the king of Israel, which rise up against me. And Ahaz took the silver and gold that was found in the house of the Lord, and in the treasures of the what? king's house, and sent it for a present to the king of Assyria. Oh, that's not good, you see. You know why? Because you remember the way that uh, God designed the tabernacle with Moses. The blood is separate. The blood is not mixed with the meat. The blood is uh, a holy thing between God because it carries the breath of God. It has oxygen, which is his breath, basically. And so that's why we're not to drink blood. We're not to participate in anything having to do with blood. Even when a woman's on her period, she cannot have sex on her period because that blood, it's like a holy time. So I just don't see how this would ever jive with God uh, because he says right here, uh, let's see here, and sprinkle upon it, which means all their offerings, the blood of the burnt offering. No, I don't believe it. Let's see what happens here. I just think God's going to get mad about this. All right, so we're on uh, verse 16. Those are the bases. And removed the labor from off them, and took down the seed from off the brazen oxen that were under it, and put it upon a pavement of stones, and the covert for the Sabbath that they had built in the house, and the king's entry without, turned he from the house of the Lord for the king of Assyria. Now the rest of the acts of Ahaz which he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Ahaz slept with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, and Hezekiah his son reigned in his stead. Okay, now I want to say 
This did not turn out good. That's why it's written exactly the detail of what he did. So let's review this again. Because I believe what he did is he polluted the offerings. Alright, so let's go back here. On verse 12. And when the king was come from Damascus, the king saw the altar. And the king approached to the altar and offered thereon. And he burnt his burnt offering and his meat offering and poured his drink offering and sprinkled the blood of his peace offerings upon the altar. And he brought also the brazen altar, which was before the Lord, from the forefront of the house, from between the altar and the house of the Lord, and put it on the north side of the altar. And King Ahaz commanded Urijah the priest, saying, Upon the great altar burn the morning burnt offering, and the evening meat offering and the king's burnt sacrifice and his meat offering with the burnt offering of all the people of the land and their meat offering and their drink offerings and sprinkle upon it all the blood of the burnt offering and all of the blood of the sacrifice and the brazen altar shall be for me to inquire by so see this is not right Thus did Uriah the priest according to all that the king Ahaz commanded. And king Ahaz cut off the borders of the bases and removed the laver from off them and took down the seed from off the brazen oxen that were under it and put it on a pavement of stones. And the covert for the Sabbath that they had built in the house and the king's entry without turned he from the house of the Lord for the king of Assyria. So in other words, that's right. He did pollute it. It says it right there. He polluted the altars. So that is what happened. Oh my goodness. Whew. That's why this scribe went into such detail. Uh, such detail into what he did in the altars because this was an abomination to God, basically. Okay, Brian, well, tomorrow we will pick up on chapter 17.